Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie, and I'm coming today to you with sharing the Word of God. Hallelujah. Uh, today we're coming to you with the Preach Gospel, and I hope that everybody is enjoying your, enjoys your week thus far. Today we're going to be coming from the book of James, the book of James, and we want to go to that fifth chapter and read it, that seventh verse. And it says, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and have long patience for it, until he receive the early and the latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. And today we're going to be coming from the subject of the walk, the faith walk with patience. The faith walk with patience. And if anybody needs anything right now in this day and time, we find that we all need to have patience because patience has been running um, short these days and time, especially with the election that's coming up, uh, the election that we've just had, rather. But the the thing about patience is not just for the election. Sometimes in life, we just need to have more patience to go through go through the things that we have to go through. And so, in in terms of patience, is patience is a uh, quality that we all need to gain. And the patience that the Bible talks about. It's a it's a quality of forbearance. It's a quality of endurance, self restraint, not giving away to anger, even when you are provoked. So the question is: is can you go through things in your life with the patience that God wants you to have as you trust in Him as you go through the, your journey throughout life? We see in this book of James that this is the brother of Jesus. Some dispute that this is him, but this is the brother of Jesus is what uh, we believe. And so he's writing to the 12 tribes of Israel. And so this he wants to give some information to the Jewish converts that are in Jerusalem. And he wants to encourage them in their walk of faith. And that's one thing that all of us need as we uh, journey out to be Christians. We need, we all need to be encouraged from time to time in our walk of faith. And sometimes, just like a football, like a football player, a uh, basketball player, anybody that's on a team, they encourage each other that we can, we can win this game. And we can win it together. And so that is what it is with the Christians. We need to be able to encourage each other in the Lord that we can walk this thing out by faith. We can walk out the faith that God has written down and ordained in his word, that engrafted word that he wants to get inside of your heart and inside of my heart. To anybody who has the listening ear that wants to get to know God, if you draw nigh to him, he's going to draw nigh to you. So here in James, James is trying to encourage the Christians. Some of them are going through trials and uh, through tribulations, and so he wants to encourage them how to walk things out in faith, how to grow in your faith walk with God. So he starts off the book of James. He's talking about a, a be himself being a servant. 
And so one of the major things that's important for all of us to remember as we are believers in Christ and those who want to become believers in Christ Jesus, who want to turn their life around, is that we all are servants of the Most High God. And so Jesus came and he didn't make himself uh, um, sit in a royal chair as a king, but he came as a servant of the Most High God to do the will of God. And if you think about um, anybody being a servant, if all of us were to think one of the other that you're a servant and I'm a servant, we both would serve each other and look out for the welfare of the other. It's a, it would be a reciprocal effect that we would have here on the earth if we all would just stop and think that we are servants of the Most High God. And if we go back and we look at some of the passages of scriptures, we see in James that he's talking about let let the trying of your faith work of patience. And then if you were in school, if you were in school every now and then, if you learn what patience is and the biblical definitions of patience is the endurance, um, the ability to go through things without complaining uh, you're consistently walk that you can take things. You can take the pressure any time that you um, learn something in school. We would go to school and we would learn about ABCs and one, two, threes. I'm all the way back in elementary school and I'm dating myself. But any time that we went to school, any time we went to college, the teacher would instruct us things. But there comes a time when there would be a test to see if you could apply that which you have learned or if you could quote those things back that you had learned. In life, it is the same way. When we have heard the word of God, the Bible declares that faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. And so the more that we study the word of God, the closer we get to God, the more that we are able to hear God. The question is, can you take what you have learned? Can you take what you have heard? And can you can you walk it out in your life? If faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God, when we hear God, speak something are we able to grasp hold of what he's spoken and then take steps towards what we believe that God has said to get the prize that we have been promised so faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of God so can you wait on God to do things in your life and without complaining without murmuring it's gonna get done because hallelujah deep down inside we believe what God has said in his word so whatever God has spoken in his word it has to happen so even though if I don't see it today will you still trust and believe in God will you walk it out in faith will you walk it out in patience you see one thing that I have learned is that you may not see something today but over the course of time and anybody who has walked with God you know in your heart that God has worked things out for you in your past before and because God has worked things out for you in in your past before hallelujah you know our God is going to work it out in your future if you will just trust in him and you will believe in him that what he says it is so whatever God says when God says it his word is yes and it is amen so we know that God he looks on our situations we know that God sees us right where we are this day wherever you might be hearing this message whatever problems you might face you're God sees you. He knows your situation and God 
is on your side. God wants to be with you, to walk with you, to talk with you, and to work out your problems one by one. God is on your side. But the thing about it is, is that we got to get to a place where we are solid, that we are rooted, that we are grounded in the word of God. So whenever a situation arises, when you're solidified in him, when you're anchored in him, when you're rooted in him, then that word of God, when the word of God is rooted in you, I want you to imagine in your mind the waves of the sea. When the sea goes up to the shore, when the waters flow up from the ocean to the shore, they roll in and then they roll back. God contains the waters within his boundaries. But the question is, is when it rolls in and when it rolls back, the water rolls in and it rolls back. So what God wants is that you, if you were to place a ship on, on those waters, that ship would be tossed to and fro as the waters roll in and they roll back, especially in a turbulent time. But what God wants to know is when the rays, when the waves are roaring and when the trouble is clashing and when things are coming up against you, can you remain solidified in your mind that God is going to work things out for you, that God is going to bring you out of this trouble in this present day, that God is a way maker and that God is a yoke destroyer, that God is a burden bearer, that God a lifter up of your head. Can you believe God and not be double-minded, tossed to and fro with the wind, but anchored in his word? Can you be anchored in his word? There was a commercial out years ago and it was about an almond joy and it was about mounds. And if you, if you ever ate candy, you know that an almond joy is the same as a mounds itself. It has an almond in it. It says sometimes you feel the commercial would say sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't, which means sometimes you want mounds and sometimes you want almond joy. But what God wants is for us to be solidified in his word so that we're not going back and forth between the two. God wants you anchored in him. Now, for those of you who are going through something and, and I preach now to I'm going to call out single mothers and stuff because I've been one. And I know what it is to be able to be trying to take care of your household and to get those things that you need. But my question is to you, single mother, can you walk your faith? Do you have a faith walk with patience that knowing that God is going to bring you out, knowing that you don't have to complain about it? Look at the pattern that you've had with God before. I used to worry years and years, this was years and years ago, but I learned that I saw something. I learned that God always worked my problems out. I'm talking to senior citizens who are out here trying to make it and you don't have enough money and you've got X amount of money to pay your bills. God is going to make a way for you. Am I talking just out of the air? No, I'm talking about what I know. I'm talking about that. I've never saw God forsake me. I'm talking about that. I saw God make a way for me out of no way. I'm talking to that man who doesn't have a job trying to take care of your family. God sees your need. I'm talking to that mother who is there trying to help her children. I'm talking to that married couple. God sees the struggle that 
you are in and believe God that he's going to make a way out of no way for you. But what comes out of your mouth, don't let it be complaining, but let it be that my God is a good God. Let it be that my God is a righteous God and that God will do what he says that he will do. Hallelujah. He'll do what he says that he will do. Now, God has called us all and God has called us all and saying that we are, if we are born again, we are of a royal priesthood, but the enemy, and we are the sons and the daughters of the most high God, but the enemy always wants to come in and he wants to destroy and he wants to take away that which we believe that God has said about us. And if the enemy will come in and he will tempt Jesus, what do you think about you? You are no greater than your master, God Almighty. And if Satan, the tempter, he's the tempter, he's the liar, he's the deceiver of the brethren, would come in and tempt Jesus. But, and if you read back in Matthew four, you will see the temptations of Jesus after he had went on a 40 day fast. He was out in the wilderness. The fast was over and he was hungry. And whenever you're hungry and probably at your lowest point, uh, uh, when you feel weak, that's when the enemy is going to come in and he's going to try to tempt you with the things of the enemy. And so Jesus was tempted. Satan had the audacity to speak to Jesus and say, if thou art the son of God, if thou art the son of God, he tempted him first. He took Jesus and he said to Jesus, he says, if thou be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. And Jesus said unto him, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So Satan comes and he tempts him again. And Jesus declares the same as he declared then. It is written. And that's what we're supposed to go by. It is written. Decree and declare that out of your mouth. You can walk out your faith walk with patience if you trust and you believe in God. He says, if. Thou, this is Satan again, the next temptation. If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down for it is written. He shall give his angels charge concerning thee and in thy hands. They shall bear thee up lest that any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. Jesus still replied back to him. It is written again. We got to keep reminding the enemy who we are, whose we are and what God's word says. The enemy will flee from you if you resist the devil. If you let Satan know that even though you may be going through trials and tribulations, you still going to trust in your God. Hallelujah. You still going to trust in who he is. You're going to trust in what he'll do for you. Our God is a burden bearer and you're going to trust in what our God says. So if you trust in him, then you let forth proclaim forth that word, which is in your heart. Let it flow out of your belly like rivers of living water, because you are connected to God. You are connected to that vine. You are engrafted into the vine. You are, have a fountain of living waters that flow up out of your belly. So you speak what thus saith the Lord. And he spoke back to him. And he said, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And then Satan again, he tempts him. 
He took him into an exceeding high mountain. He showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And he says, if you will just fall down and worship me, he would give it all to Jesus. But don't you know, Jesus knew who he was and he knew who this was here. And Satan didn't have anything to give to him anyway, because God owns it all. Just like Satan has nothing to give to you except for death, except for a destroyed life, except for a mystery up mind and you don't want anything that the enemy has that'll come in and and that will destroy your world you want that which God has for you Jesus spoke to him and he said get the hint Satan for it is written thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shall thou serve so we know that our God is a good God. We know that the enemy will come in and he will want to tempt us and he'll want to call us from the walk of faith that we have, the faith walk. But we walk in this faith walk out with patience. We walk in it out with endurance and we know and just like with uh, anything that God is going to bring us through. It may not come today. It may not come tomorrow, but we know that it will come, but we will keep our faith and we will keep our trust in our God. We know that no matter what, no matter what, that God is on our side. We want things to change yesterday, but we will not curse our God and die. We will forever praise the Lord of glory. We want our situations to get better and we keep praying, Lord, it will get better. We talk it out that it will get better. Anything that I ever got in my life, I always said it with my mouth. I confessed it with my mouth. I remember when I was going to school to get educated. And I remember that it was a hard time for me to get my degree. I remember that it was hard for me to transition from high school to college. I remember that I would go, that I would stop. I would go, that I would stop. I remember I isolating because I felt so bad about myself. But one day God came to me. God was always with me and God began to minister to me. God began to speak to me in my youth. I began to see visions of angels. I began to see things that God showed me even about this present time that we live in right now. I remember when God showed me about the Olympics coming to Atlanta and the uh, uh, centennial bombings. God showed me that as a child. So I had a walk with God back then. God showed me that I would preach one day to nations and I might be starting out small now, but the fulfillment of that promise to me is happening now. And I always told my God that I wanted to work for him and I still want to do that now. So we have to walk it out by faith. Faith in our God, solidified in him. It may not happen today, but if God promised it, it will happen. Can you be anchored and rooted and grounded in his word so that you are not tossed about like the wind? When the wind comes, you go this way. But no, God, I'm anchored in you. God, whatever you want for my life, God. Hallelujah, God, let me give me to you. Oh, God, let me lay me on the altar.
oh God, so that whatever I have to give, oh God, I give it to you because you are my God. You are the God who works things out for me. No matter who I am, God, you are on my side. God, I stand by the word, oh God, no matter what, God. Oh Lord, just like in a marriage vow, God, for richer or for poor, God, for better or for worse, God. Our faith is supposed to be anchored in you and solidified in you, God. Oh God, just like that, that we don't break the covenant, oh God, that we have with you, but we keep on God going in you. Our God is a good God. Can you do the faith walk with patience? Can you do the faith walk with patience? Can you walk it out by the word of God? Can you walk with every man that you see, no matter who they are? Can you decree and declare what thus saith the Lord? No matter who it is, from the rich man to the poor man, to the wealthy, to the old, to the young, every man. Can you decree and can you declare this word of God like James wanted every man to decree and to declare? We are made in the similitude of God, meaning that the characteristics that God has, that character, the ethics. We got into a place in our culture where ethics and character no longer matter. But I stopped by to tell you as you listening on me, listening to me right now, that character does does matter that ethics do matter that goodness does matter that faith does matter when you walk it out with God hallelujah you are a fountain and you have water coming out of you but if you're going to contaminate who you are and you're going to mix up good and bad within yourself and think you still can walk this thing out you won't be able to do it the way that God says to do it because when you mix up a little bit of this and a little bit of that in the water you're going to pour out contaminated water and what God wants us to do is to pour out pure water God wants us to pour out that water of the Holy Ghost God wants us to pour out that pure water that he has and pour it out to the people no matter who they are and you'll be judged by what you do God wants you to do this thing right you don't have to change no matter where you are wherever you go you're consistently in the word of God you don't have to go and say well thus saith the Lord this and thus saith the Lord that you just have to be the word of God and people will see how you live by how you do amen you people will see how you live by how you do if you have to decree the word of God thus saith the Lord you do what God tells you to do but no matter how because we've been in a trying time we've got COVID-19 we've got our nation hating one another we've been fighting and God wants it to be a change because I have to love you and you have to love me I can't judge you by how you look I can't judge you by the color of your skin we have to love each other the thing about it is is that man is supposed to judge by the content of character ethics matter character matters the word of god matters keeping the word of pure it matters can you walk out your walk of faith with patience god says in his word he wants us to have a wisdom about us now and we need the wisdom of god about us right now We need God's wisdom 
Because with patience, we got to know that the Lord is coming back one day and he's looking for a church without a spot and he's looking for a church without a wrinkle. So the question is, is can you bear the fruits of God right now? Can you bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit right now? Can you show love? Can you show the fruit of the Spirit like in Galatians 22? Can you show joy? Mm -hmm. Can you show peace? Can you show love? Can you show long suffering? This is patience and gentleness and goodness and faith and meekness and temperance, self-control. Can you show these things to your brethren? I want you, if you could see somebody, I want you to reflect back. And this goes for all of us. How have we been acting of late? We've walked away, some of us, from friends and family because we're on opposite aisles of the fence because of the election. The races are fighting each other. And these things ought not to be. We got to bridge the gap. We got to walk it out slow. And we got to love each other. We got to walk it out with the patience that God has given us. James talks about these qualities throughout. And he talks about having a wisdom that comes from above. The wisdom that comes from above ought to be pure and not contaminated with all kinds of evil things. It should be peaceful and gentle. When we talk about the things of God, we got to look at people and see people for where they are. I remember, and I told this story before, about a woman who I, I, I could hear her talking about COVID-19. And I, I brought this illustration up before, but I'm going to bring it up again. How this lady thought about the need to wear a mask but she also judged this lady by what she had in her buggy. And to this lady who was talking, she thought part of not getting COVID-19 is by being healthy and eating healthy and, and just keeping your body healthy, period. And I agree with that. But she made a judgment call on another person who had different things in their buggy that she would not eat. And she made a bad call on this because she judged this lady based upon what she was putting in her buggy. But if you roll the tape back, you don't know how this lady had to live at home. You don't know how, how many people this lady had to feed. And it could be that sometimes people make choices and stuff based upon where they come from in life. So the question is, is can you walk out your faith walk with patience and that's how we have to do. We might be going through trials and we might be going through tribulations, but we need to walk it out with the love of God. And I think me as a preacher, I'm always going to come back to the love of God everywhere that I preach. Because I grew up where people laughed at me because I was fat. I grew up where people laughed at me because I was fat. I say it again. Because I was fat. And some are saying right now, well, you can do something about your fat. And I can I try to work on it and I will and am. But what I'm saying is, in the meantime, I had to live. And when people laugh at you and they don't treat you nice, it messes with your mind. 
It messes with your self-esteem. And I preach now to anybody who's been torn down, who's been fighting a war out there, who's been fighting a battle. You fight a battle, sometimes you fight it on the inside. There's fighting without, and you fight it on the inside. You're fighting because people are saying things. You're fighting against the beliefs that people are putting in your heads about yourself. And then you're fighting and contending for the faith of what God says about you. But I stop by to tell you, whoever you are, that you can walk this walk out in faith and with patience. You might not get the victory today, but the victory will come. And I speak to you, anybody who's going through a situation, you put your faith and your trust in God and you just keep moving towards what you want. You keep pressing towards the mark. You keep pushing. You keep going because in the end, you're going to win if you trust in God. I stop by to tell you, anybody who's suffering, that God sees you and you keep pushing and you keep pressing and don't you give up. When people don't believe in you and when people can't down your dream. If God has given you the dream and you know that God has given it to you, you've got those attributes, you've got the temperament for it, you've got the drive for it, and without a shadow of a doubt that you know God has told you, you keep pushing. You humble yourself down. James says to humble yourself down. James says that in James chapter 4, he talks in verse 6 about God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace unto to the humble. When you humble, you know that you can't do this thing by yourself. You can't walk things out by yourself. You need the hand of God to walk with you. Hallelujah. And God is right there. Hallelujah. Jesus is right there and he's interceding on your behalf. Jesus is praying for you. Jesus is praying for you right now. And the anointing of the God is covering you right now. And God will help you through your burdens. If you can walk it out, you can walk out this walk with faith, faith in God, and you can walk it out with patience. You don't have to complain about it. God sees you, baby. God is going to take care of you. God is going to take care of your needs. God is going to move that mountain. If you believe and say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into yonder sea, it will happen. Just walk it out. Stand your ground. Stand your ground in faith. Not with a gun, but with the faith of God. Knowing that God's got your back. Knowing that God's got your situation. The Bible declares and James talks about continuing in the faith of God. He tells us to be humble and in the sight of the Lord and that in due time, God is going to lift you up. If you be humble and you keep yourself humble, knowing that you you are fearfully and wonderfully made. But God doesn't want you to get beside yourself when you're thinking that you're better than other people. You keep yourself humble, knowing that God is going to work things out. You speak not evil one of another. And I want you to look on every man's situation and don't just judge people just because you want to be judging them. Don't judge like that. But you do have to make a distinction when people walk contrary to the word of God. When they walk contrary to the word of God, you pray for them. 
You try to persuade them that this is not right. But you don't go saying, oh, I pat myself on the back because I got it all together. Oh, look at me. I'm not like them because I don't do this and I don't do that. That's pride. And when you do that, you getting ready to fall because that's when the tempter is going to come because, uh uh-huh, yeah, she's not walking in the faith. Uh Uh-huh. He's not walking in the faith because look at him. He think he all that in a bag of chips. I'll show him a bag of chips. And you set your own self up for the enemy. So the thing is, is the faith walk. It's a walk with patience and we got to walk it out with God. It's a walk of humility. It's a walk of give. It's a walk of servanthood. It's a walk of love. Walking with the patience. We got to redeem the time and know what time we are in. So walk out your faith walk with patience. Knowing that God is going to see you through. God hears you and he sees you. God hears you and he sees you. God hears you. And he sees you. So this has been our preach word. And I hope that I did say something that would help you along the way. Don't let anybody cheat you out of what God is trying to do for your life. When you tell your, your, your dreams and your visions to people and they try to talk you out of them. If God has told you something. You keep on walking in faith. You walk in the God kind of faith. You walk in faith in his word. And then you put some um, actions with your faith. All throughout James and the things that I have told you. Those are corresponding actions to faith. When God tells you something and you believe it. You act on what God has said. You put works with the faith That is poured out to you in the gospels. You put works to the faith that's poured out to you wherever you hear preaching. Whatever you read the word of God. You put some works with it. And you're going to get results. If you just don't give up. Don't begin to complain when it's taking too long. But you just thank God for it. Because you know it's on the way. Hallelujah. You thank God, hallelujah, because it's on the way. You thank God because he is moving mountains on your behalf. You just thank God because you're doing what God says to do. You thank God because you know that when you don't see it, it's on the way. You thank God. I remember there was a man who who spoke to me one time. And I was down and out. And this preacher came to my house. His name was Pastor John Ward. He is deceased right now. But I remember telling you the story of having a hard time. And I remember that as I was trying to get my degree, an older person, I was, and everybody else was young. I was old compared to the teenagers that I was in school with. But I remember hearing Pastor John Ward, the late Pastor John Ward. He said something that hung with me all these years. And any time I got into a hard place in life, I'm going to share you w- with you what Pastor John Ward said to me. And I remember that one time I didn't even go to church. I had quit going to church. I quit going to church because I was at a low place in life and I didn't really like people. I didn't even like myself. 
And so when he talked to me about church, I would tell him about people being hypocrites in the church and what I had seen in the church. And so he said to me, and this is one person that actually got me back to going to church. I heard what he said. I was as mean as ever to the preacher, John Ward, when he came to my house and I was rude to the preacher. But and I considered that one thing that he said, it went in this ear and it went straight on out the other because my heart was hurt. My heart was broken. And so I didn't want to hear nothing that the preacher said. But the preacher He was there and the preacher knew that there was a day and a time when the Lord was coming, as James said. And so the preacher was bearing fruit in the earth because God is coming back and he's looking for a church. And the pastor, Reverend Reverend Ward, knew that I had to get to Jesus. And he spoke to me anyhow. And he said to me what everything that he said in about a 30-minute conversation and me being a preacher, I was rude to the preacher. And the preacher said to me, I bet you'll be glad when I leave. And I said to the preacher, I sure will be. And so I left it at that. And he left, but he had planted a seed in me. And that seed that he planted in me was this. And I say it to anybody who thinks that people are against you. People have given you a hard time. You trust in God. The word that he left with me was let no man control your destiny. Let no man control your destiny. He said that to me over 20 years ago and probably really to be honest with you, it's probably been over 30 years ago. He said that to me and I held on to that. And to this day, I still hear that when I come up against hard times or I come up against people who seem to need to come up against me. He says, let no man control your destiny. So I say that same thing to you. Let no man control your destiny. You trust in God and you walk with him in his word. So walk this faith walk out, but walk it out with patience, knowing that we got to redeem the time because the Lord is coming. Be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord doth draw near. I hope that this has been an inspirational word for you and something that will help you during the course of the week that will help you along the way. Walk this faith, walk out with patience. Until we meet again, you be blessed. And I hope to see you again during the course of the week. On Monday, we'll have our motivational um, our t- our morning inspiration. And on Tuesday, we will have prayer. And on Wednesday, we will have Bible study. So our God is a good God, and we give him thanks. And I thank everyone who listened to the podcast and subscribe to my podcast. And share my podcast with others. Thank you. You be blessed until we meet again. Bye-bye.